1: shall be preached in all the world, then shall the end
0: come. Hey, everyone, and welcome to this latest episode of Fuel for the Harvest. This is Nathan. And this
1: is Charlie. We're your hosts for today. And we just wanted to share a really exciting
0: testimony. Um, someone well, emailed in to Forge. Like, just, just so we're reminding everybody, uh, our ministry is all about kingdom laborers, which yes. are ordinary, everyday People who are carrying the good news of Jesus wherever their feet take them. They're people who love God, love others, and carry the good news of Jesus wherever they go. And uh, in light of that, there was this student. Right.
1: So uh, this person heard several Forge speakers at a a summer camp, and um, these speakers had some conversations with her uh, after services, after they were done preaching, uh, there's always opportunity to pray with and encourage and discuss topics uh, with event participants, and so uh, this particular student decided to send a message into Forge after the fact, and here's what she says. She says, "Hey, I'm I'm in high school, and I just wanted to share with you a, a really powerful story of what God's been doing in my life." Uh, she says, "I talked with several Forge speakers at summer camp this last summer, and." Uh, I'm a girl who is going from being homeschooled to taking classes at a public high school in my town. Um, And she shares that she was so nervous like in those conversations. Like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to face this. I don't know what I'm going to do. What are people going to think about me? And she says this, well, God has been doing a lot since that conversation. He's done more than I can say to strengthen me and has given me favor with the people I've interacted with. I've even had some spiritual conversations with those at my school. Uh, a few of those conversations stick out, she says. My very first day at school ever at the age of 16, most people have at the age of five. (laughs) Uh, She says, I met a couple in the library. I struck up a conversation with them and God moved and blessed in that conversation. I've been friends with them ever since. Almost two months later after that conversation, I revealed to them that I'm a churchgoer and a follower of Jesus. And by asking several questions, I found out that the guy was an atheist. Mm. Uh, The girl who was dating that guy was a churchgoer, but she stopped seeking God. She stopped going to church. She pulled back because of some drama uh, at her church and after meeting this atheist who she started dating. Mm. Um, So... Interesting side point on missionary dating. I don't
0: recommend it. Uh, Anyway, missionary dating is when you date a non-believer in order to convert them to Christianity.
1: I'm not saying it's never worked. There's plenty of stories. It worked on your parents, um, but there are there There are are a multitude uh, of stories that goes the wrong direction,
0: or it it just ends in heartache. Yeah.
1: So, (laughs) and I'm saying from experience, I've done it in my past multiple times. Um, I can't really speak for much of anything good that came out of those seasons of life, except for I learned what not to have in a relationship. (laughs) So anyway, back to the story here, back to the testimony. So this girl writes, um, during another interaction, I had the opportunity to share my testimony and the gospel. Mm. Similar ways that Forge teaches that we've been sharing on this podcast, Fuel for the Harvest of, hey, go and share what Jesus has done in your life. So she did exactly that. And they continued to have some conversations about god after the fact um she says my my friendship with this girl grew a lot and she began to trust me and mm-hmm. share her life with me the second day of second semester the guy and the girl broke up and they had been very close with each other emotionally and physically and the girl was devastated but i was there through her with her i was there for her throughout the first day and the next she was really struggling in this time. And she shared her sadness. She shared her feelings. She shared her struggles. And over the next month, this opened the door for some very deep conversations about Jesus and the church. Mm. A week or two later, she decided and agreed to come to youth group with me. After her third week at youth group on the drive to her house, she told me that she had given it some thought and she decided that she wanted to follow Jesus. Hmm. Praise God. She's all, all exclamation points. She says, I was elated and could not contain my enthusiasm. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. When I jumped out of the car to give her a goodbye hug, I did a happy dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's good for her. I'm not going to do a happy dance. I'm not much of a dancer, but I'm, I'm thankful that she did. You know, God, God you, likes dancing. You dance on the inside. Thank you. Um, <laughs> as my mom and I drove home, We were passing my high school, and I started praying over it that more students would find Jesus. Mm. This girl's the first person I have ever had the honor of leading to Christ. Mm. So cool how God called me from homeschool to high school, and look at what he has done. Mm. All the trouble was worth it, even if this one girl ends up being the only person I influence.
0: Wow. Praise the Lord. Amazing. Yeah, uh there there's just a few things that stand out to me about that story. The first is this girl is ordinary. <clears throat> yeah. Like no, very. Nothing particularly exceptional about her other than she follows Jesus, right? Like just like the fo- the <clears throat> in the book of Acts, the followers of Jesus, they people from the outside look at the followers G- of Jesus and say, "Hey, those people have been with Jesus." Yeah. And that's what they take note of.
1: Exactly. She was your typical homeschooled
0: high school girl yeah, and fearful to enter the public realm. I can relate with that. Like there's nothing more intimidating to me than just saying hi to a stranger. (laughs) That's less and less true the more and more practice I get. But still, even as a quote unquote professional minister slash missionary guy, like it's still very difficult for me to say hello to strangers.
1: It's, It's uh. Or if you want to go to an in-depth topic, it's like, what am I going to say? What's the next question? Yeah. My mind is blank. I don't have anything else to say. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Yet she broke through this fear. Right. And said, I'm going to go. She got wise input from people, and she went. And she began to not only uh, overcome her fear, but to bring kingdom advancement into a place of darkness. Amen. And say, you know what? I'm going to be here. I'm going to make use of it. So I'm going to share Jesus with these people. Mm. And God's moved. Uh, All she did was share, here's what God's done in my life. Mm. He can do it in yours too. And it's led to the lost being saved Mm. and transformed by Jesus receiving his hope, his goodness, his joy. And uh, I've seen that as well where it's like I don't know. I don't have much to offer. I don't have much to say. I, I, I don't really know what to do. But I can tell you about Jesus. Look mm. at what he's done. Just that that verse, sir, that they would see Jesus. Mm. Just that they would see Jesus. And I think sometimes if we act like we know everything, too professional, too this, I got it figured out, who are we really pointing to? It's like right. I think God delights in showing up through uh, the inadequate, ordinary nobodies.
0: Yeah, in fact, I would even go so far as to say <clears throat> that, like, if you don't know, for example, various evangelism strategies, like if you don't know the Romans Road or if you don't know like the the I don't know the, the four, five, spiritual four spiritual laws. laws or whatever. The 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 long and the short of it is it's well, that's okay. You don't really need to know those things in order to share what Jesus is doing in your life with other people. Um I mean, I. the other thing that struck me about this girl was how she chose to be with people in the yeah. midst of their difficulty. Like, you're not going to reach anybody from, I don't know, if you're not engaging with anybody. I don't know how, I was thinking of a more crass way of saying that. But you're not going to reach anybody if you're not engaging with anybody. And if you begin to engage with people, <clears throat> what you'll discover is that it's messy. Like, mm-hmm. there's it's never like this clean cut, like punch out of work at 5 p.m. that's not how relationships work. They they get they take up a lot of time. They take up a lot of energy and sometimes they take up mm. less time and more time and so on and so forth. This this girl was there for that other girl the who got broken up with she said all day the first and the second day. She was there for her and she didn't minimize her suffering either from what we can see. She was just there with her in the midst of her difficulty and I imagine that that gave this first girl, this girl who shared the testimony, a lot of credibility in the eyes of the second girl.
1: It gave her a platform to proclaim. Yeah. And uh, I actually was thinking about that this last week. I was driving in the mountains and saw all these people holding signs on a corner, dressed in their fancy, nice suits coming out of a church. And it was, I don't remember what it said. I mean, it was nothing, it wasn't horrible. Um, Nothing that they wrote was false, anything I would disagree with, but I was like, Really, like that's your strategy to reach the community? Mm-hmm. Hold, hold a sign that says, "Like you need Jesus, and he, like you're gonna go to hell without him." And okay, like nothing is inherently wrong with what you're doing. Nothing that's on your board is false. It's not heresy, but like that's your tactic. Mm-hmm. I almost want to pull over and get out and be like, man. What's up, guys?
0: I love Jesus, too. This is awesome. So how many people you led to Christ doing this? Well, part of me wants to get out and say, Hey, tell me about Jesus and see what they do. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I I don't know. So um, I think if you
1: really want to lead people to Christ, share a compelling story, Mm. whether that's your testimony and or what Jesus has already done on the cross and his resurrection. Both. Share both. Mm. Um, And that can happen in public proclamation with a crowd of people, with a small group of people, one-on-one. Mm. Uh, but it it takes engagement with people. Mm. Absolutely. Actually getting that time. Right. Um, versus, I, I mean, I don't know. God can use anything. He's spoken through a donkey. Oh, uh, absolutely. He's spoken through me, which sometimes I act like a donkey. And uh,
0: I'm sure he can use those signs.
1: But it I just makes me question. It makes me wonder.
0: Right. Especially if we're going to, be followers of jesus and in the scriptures we're encouraged to imitate christ so if we're going to be imitators of christ how did jesus reach people we almost never see jesus writing on cardboard and flying (laughs) a sign like i'm not trying to be hyper judgmental or anything i'm just trying to say hey if we're going to use jesus's method what was jesus's method from what i can see Hmm. he got up close to people He engaged people. He had conversations with people. He knew their name. He understood where they were coming from, and he met their need where they were at. And Uh, sometimes that was one-on-one. Sometimes that was a small group. Sometimes
1: that was a meal table. Sometimes that was a massive crowd. Right. And so uh, I don't think Jesus is against any of that, Right. but all of it was with a heart of love for these people and And looking at their eyeballs.
0: Well, and I imagine that the people flying the sign on the corner don't lack love for their community. I hope not. I I imagine (laughs) that the reason that they're standing there, well, my heart, my hope is that the reason that they're standing there is because they love their community. I hope so. They want... They want people. to I, So let, I have, let's not just say that everybody uh, doing it that way. is Oh, by yeah. no means. Yeah. I
1: have seen some signs that would absolutely be non-loving to the community yeah. uh, where their sign literally says God hates dot 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 and all sorts of things are written on their sign. And I'm like, wow, that is um, that doesn't look like the heart of Jesus to me. Right. But these were not those people. These were neutral. These were everything was truthful, but it hmm, just made me think. And it was a warning,
0: you know. Parts of it. I mean, yeah. they had
1: all sorts of different ones out there. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Anyway, so I love what this girl did. I'm so thankful that she shared this testimony with us. I mean, it's very inspiring. Yeah. And it, it inspires me as an ordinary, everyday person. And one life
1: at a time. Yeah. She says, even if nothing else, God sent me for one. Yeah. Just like Jesus telling that story of the shepherd, he'll leave the 99 sheep to rescue the one. The one. Mm-hmm. And I think, wow. So often when we hear that and we sing the song about it, you know, this famous worship song recently, uh, God will climb any mountain break down any wall, this, that, and the other it's true, but we often make that about us. Mm. And, uh, yes, it's about his character, but then we only think about ourselves. Recently, I've thought about others Mm. when I'm singing those words, like, God, are you sending me to go after these one, to be your body, your hands, your feet, uh, you're calling us like we should be willing to go anywhere to break down any wall to climb any mountain just to see one come to know you and that's essentially what this girl just said yeah even just for this one it It, was worth it yet her heart is for many she's praying for the whole
0: school i can guarantee you she's sharing with more people but even just for the one i'll go absolutely forgive me for this Unprocessed thought, so it might come out a little bit jumbled, but you cued me into something that I've been thinking about a lot recently. So there's this idea in me that the reason that we hear these stories of evangelism and we have our various reactions, so some people feel inspired and some people feel defensive and some people feel excited and some people, people feel whatever, you know, however people feel and respond to a story like this. I think that it's very common to think, well, I could never do that. What is it that gives rise to that feeling inside of people that I could never do what this girl did? Is it the complexity of it? Obviously not. It's not very complex. Sometimes it it is, though, because we've... Made it overly
1: complex to where people think, I don't know enough, I can't do it. Yeah,
0: but in, <clears throat> I mean, specifically in the case of this girl, sure. she shared her story. She just is like, I love Jesus, and this is how Jesus has changed my life. Hopefully, all people who follow Jesus have some degree of that kind of story. Yeah, uh, Maybe it's not like, well, he saved me out of drugs, but maybe it's like, well, you know, like, I used to be really arrogant, and now I'm more humble. Or I w- used to be really fearful, <clears throat> and now I'm not so fearful anymore. All that to say... I don't think it's the complexity. I think maybe what we're seeing is a, 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 a rubber hit the road moment where people are discovering their true colors. If if your response to this is, I could never do that, I would I would encourage you to ask yourself the question, do you really believe in Jesus if you could never share Jesus with somebody else? Now, I know there are those out there listening to this potentially right, even in this moment. You have anxiety. I get that. I've thrown up many a time in social situations. I get what that's all about. Uh, maybe uh, you struggle with language. Moses totally resonates with you. He gets that. What I'm asking, though, is here. here was my experience, at least. When I encountered the living Jesus, I couldn't help but start opening my mouth to share about him with others. Like when he, the change that was happening in me, like I couldn't keep it inside. Is it possible that we haven't really been changed by Jesus? Is it possible Mm -hmm. that we really don't actually believe in him if we're unwilling to open our mouth and share him with others? And man, you're missing
1: out on so much joy and so much fun. (laughs) Those who are actually all in for his mission are having the most fun yeah. in the world, I think, having the most joy. Like, look what we get to do, man. This is awesome what God's up to, and I can't believe I get to be a part of it. Yeah, This is amazing. Um, you're missing out on the greatest adventure ever yeah. if you're not involved in this. And you
0: don't even know what you're missing out on if you haven't jumped all in. It's true. I remember the very first <clears throat> person that I led to Jesus, and I was like, oh, my gosh. God just used me to do that? Yeah. Like I resonate with the words like I was surprised that God used me to do that but he can I think all that's required is a willing and submissive life are you willing? Are you submitted to his command and obedient? If you are uh, what could stop you? What could stand against you? Like Nothing. If God is for us who can be against us? Not Goliath
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well uh I
1: think the story speaks pretty well for itself, and uh, we hope that you're encouraged by hearing what God is up to uh, in someone's life you've probably never heard of, probably never met, and in a high school you've probably never stepped foot in. Mm-hmm. God is at work, and he's at work in your your areas where you go to work, where you play, uh, where your family is. He's at work in your region. Will you join him? Um, thank you so much for joining this episode of Fuel for the Harvest Uh Um, It's really exciting to see several other nations jumping on board. Listeners from more nations are increasing. And uh, so thank you for those who are tuning in. I hope you have a great rest of your week. I can't speak. Need some more coffee. God bless you.